Well, tonight we're in our series entitled, Words Are the Keys. And starting tonight, I'm going to do something a little different with the way I'm going to present it to you for the next probably few weeks. I don't know how long it'll go like that, but um, <clears throat> it's so important that we understand what life with God is really all about, what, it, what it's truly about, and it's about words. It's about God's word, and then those words being a part of us. What God doesn't want you and I to do is to live from one dramatic situation to the next. He doesn't want us to live our lives drama to drama. One stirred up emotional situation to the next. He don't want us to live like that. God did not create us to live that type of a life. He created us to be people that are calm, secure, sure. We know who we are. But we're all born into this world and into this existence. And as we were born into this world, we were born into a world that has a different God than our God as the God. The Bible says the devil is the God of the system, of the world system. And the fact that he's the God of the system means that in the system out there, how everything operates, he, his, his way of thinking and operating, the devil's, is the way m most people it's what most people revert to is how the enemy operates. And um, they don't know it. I mean, if you ask somebody, are you led by the devil? Are you led by, you know, what the devil says and does? Some people say, no, 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 not at all. But when you're led by your emotions and you're moved by everything in, in life, you're moved and led by the enemy, by the devil himself and his demons. That's not real popular to say, but I'm just telling you the truth tonight. Because what we're talking about is how to get free of that. And you'll never get free of that if you don't develop a right declaration or a right daily routine of what God says is so. Last week I made this statement that your daily routine is not to change your present circumstances in the moment, necessarily, but it's to change the way you think and act and the way you perceive every situation in life. Most people are not taught how to do that. You know, I, I, the more and more that I live, the more and more I desire to be around people that don't believe in God. The more desire I have to create, as I've told you before, I have like a top 10 list or however many, and I have a, a real desire to be around people so that people can see something that they've never seen before, not be around people to try to convince them to believe in my God. That won't work. Doesn't believe you, you, you cannot get somebody that doesn't that thinks like the devil 
to believe in God until they see the evidence of His goodness on your life. See, they don't, when you get around people, they don't have to like your God, but they have to like you. Because <laughs> they'll never get to know your God if they don't like you. If you're an emotional cuss all the time and everything just, you know, is over the edge and you get worked up about every little thing that goes on, people don't want to be around that. They don't have to like your God today, but they have to like you. They have to like what's in you. And so, what I'm talking to you about tonight is, the title of this is Words Are the Keys. But we're going to start with certain topics that words are the keys for. And tonight, the subtitle of my message is, Words are the Keys to Prosperity. Words are the keys to you prospering in life. I want to read the two verses of Scripture that we've read all these weeks, James 3 and 2 in the New Living Translation. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. Everybody say, indeed. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control any emotionalism, hmm. if we control our tongues. Now, you're, you're, you're listening to something tonight that even, even, it's growing, but even a small portion of the church really hears a lot of, that you can actually control your destiny by what you say. God has a plan. He's worked it all out. I'm not telling you that God is not in charge of your life, but He's not in charge of your life if you don't change the way you talk. Because He'll sit on the sidelines and let you go right over the cliff. He'll actually let you go to hell if that's what you want. And how does a person, why would a person go to hell? Because they don't believe in Him. That's it. No other reason. Not because we make mistakes. What did he say right here? Indeed, we all make many mistakes. Do mistakes send us to hell? Absolutely not. And that's hard to grasp. I know people in different denominations, religions, I know people that, I mean, I mean, no matter how much you talk to them about things in their life, they are never worthy. They love God with all their heart. But they are never worthy. They will never measure up in life no matter what. You ever been that way? You ever known anybody like that? We've all had tendencies toward that, toward like we don't measure up or whatever in some situation. We all have those type of tendencies. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have to come to a place where you truly believe that everything that God says and everything that God has done for you is real. You have to believe it. 
You have to believe that you are worthy because of Him, not because of you. If your worthiness is not about you, then it doesn't really matter what you've done in the past. All that really matters is how we learn from the Word of God and how it establishes us to make a difference in the future. The other verse that we've written, read are the two verses out of Proverbs 18 and 20. This is out of the NIV. From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With the harvest of their lips, they're satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat the fruit of it, whether life or death. You and I are in charge of our destiny, meaning we're in charge of seeing our destiny that God had planned before the foundation of the world come to pass. Because when I change what I say, then I change my whole life and my whole perspective. See, prior to the, to- to the time of me not wanting to change what I say, I just let everything come out of my mouth, whatever I think I say, that's ruled by the God of the system. But the God of heaven that is alive on the inside of me wants to rule my life, but He'll never be able, He set it up this way, He'll never be able to rule my life if I don't change what I say. Just the absolute truth. Never. Death and life are in the power of what I say over me. Done. Tonight I want to look at a couple things because what we're talking about is words are the keys to prosperity. Many people have an idea of what prosperity is, but prosperity in a monetary way is the end result of you prospering in the ways that God wants you to prosper. And that's what we're looking at tonight. Because words change the way I think, so now I'm not living my life trying to prosper. If, you're, if the words of God begin to come out of your mouth, I've got some more of little pieces of daily routines regarding prosperity. When you change what you say, then now you set your life up to prosper God's way. Because now you begin to think like God. If you're thinking like God, then you're going to advance the way God wants you to advance, not you trying to prosper. Because you know what? When people are trying to prosper, what they're trying to do is make a lot of money. Making a lot of money and and having all your needs met and being blessed in a way that you're able to give into every good work comes as a result of knowing God and acting like God and living life the way God wants you to live to fulfill the purpose and the plan. I promise you, if you're fulfilling His purpose and plan because you think like Him and you operate like Him, you will prosper in the monetary world and realm. You can't not prosper because He set it up that way. You can't not prosper. But most people, it's... I owe, I owe. 
It's off to work, I go. That's the majority of the planet. But you know what? Where, where, where has that come from? Wrong thinking. We're not bad people because we owe. I'm saying we owe and, and in bondage financially and trying to get out of it because we're not thinking like God thinks where prosperity is concerned. So I'm just telling you tonight, you can learn from what I'm, the rest of what I'm going to say tonight. You can learn from this if you'll grab a hold of this, whether all your needs are met and you're living in abundance or you're finding it difficult to find two nickels to rub together. What I'm telling you is for everybody. You know why? Because when you understand what I'm talking about tonight, you will never fear the future. You'll never fear another COVID-type situation. You'll never fear anything when you understand what I'm talking about tonight. Words are the keys to prosperity. 1 Peter 3 and verse 9. <clears throat> In the NIV. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. What's he talking about? What was he just talking about right there in that one sentence? Words. Words. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. Words. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing. Repay evil with blessing. Because... To this, you were called. To this, you were called. What's your calling in life? Right here. Right here is your calling. To this, you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Actually, right there, it's the blessing. What were you called to do? You were called to bless. You're called to bless. What you are called to is when evil comes, don't repay evil for evil, insult for insult, evil, bless. Insult, bless. Hold on. So let's define the word bless. And I'm going to give you about... <clears throat> Ten different words that define the word bless. And I want, you to, I want you to really grab a hold of this. And then, then we're going to go back and remind ourselves in, every, in the rest of what I'm going to say. To bless is to empower. To set apart. To sanctify. Okay? Now I'm going to remind you of what First Peter just said. That you are called to do what? To empower. With your words, you are called to empower, to set apart, to sanctify, 
by your words. To cause a situation to be better than before. To bless is to cause something that you're speaking to become better than it was before. Remember, we've all, we all were born into this sin nature. We were born into this world where the enemy, Satan, is the god of the system. And the way he's the god of the system is not by power, but by thinking. He has no power. He's been stripped of everything. All he has is the power of deception to get people to believe that what you see and hear and the way you feel and how you judge circumstances from your emotions is more real than the truth of God's Word. How do you change that? By blessing. He said part of the definition is to cause you to be better than you were before in a given situation. Also, to bless is to increase. And it's another interesting word, to produce. To bless is to produce. So, if I'm speaking the blessing over someone, I'm believing, or some situation, or whatever it is, and I'm going to show you a few things on the screen here in a moment, but if I'm blessing something and speaking the blessing over a situation, because I was called to do that, then what I'm, what I'm attempting to do by my words is go from one situation to the next and be better. Say that. I was created to get better. <laughs> we were not created to stay the same. Amen? I mean, I mean... Don't get me wrong when I say this. I, I, I'm just, I, all, I'm, all I'm saying this, I'm saying this based on how God speaks to me, okay? But in the church world, we've talked so much about where people came from. And I know, I mean, I've shared testimonies and things that I've come out of, but where are we going? Huh? Where are we going? I don't want to stay where I was. I want, to, I, want to, I want to get better than where I was. I want my children to be better. I want the people I preach to, part of the family here, I want everybody to get better than where you were. And it takes the changing of our words. Six years ago, <clears throat> something changed in me when I started praying for this church every day, and I've never missed in six years. Maybe a little bit longer, but I'll just stay on the low end so I'm not lying. Something just changed. And what changed was, was the revelation that God was giving me about blessing. About speaking the blessing of God over people. Because the blessing is, it's, all, it, it, it's, the, it's the empowerment. It's, it's this thing that happens when you speak that it sets things apart. It sanctifies. It, it, it causes things to become better than they ever were before. Something happens, but it will only come from the spoken word. When Father, Son, and Holy Ghost saw nothing, 
Father said, light be, and it was better than it had ever been before. Where'd that come from? Words. When he thought and had vision of us, and then he spoke us into existence, man, this earth had never been this great to have something created in the image of God here on planet earth operating on the earth. I have to say, we screwed it up. Amen? But Jesus, our elder brother, brought us back. Now we're on top and we're not underneath. Amen? Now we're in that place, but we were called to bless. If we want to advance and prosper, we want to be better than we were before, we have to change what we say. We have to change what we say. True prosperity comes from changing what we say. Change your words, you change your life. You ought to say that over yourself every day. I say that over myself every day. I change my words every day. I change my life every day. My life is changing every single day because I change what I say. I just see it like this. I'm seeing it like this right now. Words were created to get in us to make us better than we ever were. I'll say it again. Words were created to get in me. You know, it's one thing when I pray over you. It's one thing if Joey speaks over me. But if I'm, if I'm relying on what Joey says to get me through, it's not going to happen because it's got to come out of me. Just put your fingers over your ears and hold them down. And just real quietly say something. Say something real quiet. I can hear. I can hear myself. You don't have to talk very loud to hear yourself, right? It's that inner ear, it's that inner hearing that needs to hear you saying. You need words. Words were created to get in us and be a part of us. It's the only thing that will change you. Nothing will change you. Nothing on the planet. I've looked. I've looked everywhere. Nothing will make changes in your life but words. Nothing. Nothing. You say, yeah, well, what about the Holy Spirit? Well, what's the Holy Spirit's job? What's His place on the earth to reveal the Word to us? Yeah, I'm not downplaying the person of the Holy Spirit, my goodness. That's why we're teaching on it on Sundays, the importance of who He really is to us. But he has nothing to reveal. I'm talking the way he set it up. He has nothing to reveal if you're not declaring. Um, put um, put my, the first part of my confessions up there, would you please? So, <clears throat> this is something for years that I've spoken over myself and it's kind of over myself and my family. And, and it's kind of, I tweak it every once in a while, tweak different things, but, but just listen to this, okay? This is the Word of God. 
This is a number of different scriptures put together as we, as we put these confessions together. God's word says that whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. You need to know what binding and loosing is and what it looks like, what the Bible really says about it. But it says whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Therefore, in the authority of your word, Father, I bind every force that has set itself against my financial prosperity. I hereby declare all word curses against me, null, void, and harmless. I'm redeemed from the curse of poverty. I'm free from oppression. I now loose the abundance of God and all that rightfully belongs to me. It now comes to me under grace in a perfect way. I can't tell you, I mean, maybe 10 years I've said that every single day. Well, probably missed a few days somewhere. But in the last six years, I've not missed saying that. But I cannot tell you how many revelations have come to me when I started speaking that again and the Holy Spirit said, But I'm talking about probably after saying it for two or three years. <laughs> Having days when my head would say, when the, when the enemy would try to convince me, this is not working. You're wearing yourself out. Didn't your jaws just get tight when you said all that stuff? I mean, my gosh, why would you do that? Why would you spend time doing something like that? Especially if you're going through a difficult financial situation and you're declaring that. See, if I quit and I don't keep that going, death and life are in the power of what I say. If I'm not saying that, then I'm on the phone complaining to somebody about why something isn't working in my life. So I'm talking all that trash. And if you're talking that trash, boom, devil's got you right around the neck. He's got you. He's got you. He's got you in. He is in control. He's the God of the system. And what happens is we live in this world, but we don't have to live of the world because we're not from here. We have another destination that we're heading to, and that destination is actually on the inside of us. Jesus brought heaven to earth. I don't have to live like everybody else. My world is not framed in what everybody else says. That's why turn the news off. Listen to the news from heaven. It'll set you straight, I promise you. But that, you have to take what you hear and you have to apply it in such a way that you are speaking it out of your mouth so that you can begin to believe that that right there is absolutely true. Can you, can you go to the next few? Debt-free, living in more than enough, living in abundance, be now in the name of Jesus. When I say that, I used to just speak that over myself. I speak it over myself, but now I say it over so many different people. If I hear somebody's in deep financial debt, I'll add that to my list. I'm going to speak that. Because from here on out, all that is increasing in my life 
is prayer and declaration. It's declaring the word and praying the word. Paul said, I can't not pray for the church at Ephesus. He said, I can't not pray for you, making mention of you in my prayer. That's why he prayed for them because what he was preaching to them, the enemy was coming to steal it immediately. He had to pray for them. So I pray for you every day, and I never miss. If I miss, then I'm not taken serious about what I'm preaching. I'm a tither, and the blessing is on my life. Blessing, be now in Jesus' name. I'm rich because of the blessing, because the Bible says, blessing of the Lord maketh rich. So I say, I'm rich because of the blessing. See, Those words need to be inside of me. I'm not confessing those things, trying to make something happen. I'm confessing those things to change the way that I think because most people see themselves poor. Don't have a right to it. Well, I don't have enough education. I don't have enough of this or that. I'm not... You know, I'm not good looking enough, or I'm not this, I'm too that, or too whatever, I'm too short, too tall. I mean, mean, the enemy comes up with all kinds of excuses why we shouldn't believe something like that. But the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. And if I just read correctly in 1 Peter, that's my calling. To bless, to inherit the blessing. That's my calling. But i got to have these words in me. They have to be a part of me. So I'm not a manipulator trying to create something. I'm not trying to force somebody to do something. Nothing. See, that's why, because of the system and, and what the enemy does and how he works to try to deceive people's thinking, that's why it's so hard to get truth out there because people are like, man, they got a chip right here. Just come on, knock it off. All you want's my money. All you that. No, 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 no. No, we've proven that. If this church ever wanted your money, ever wanted a dime from you, we could have given you all kinds of sad song and dance stories and, you know, this, and if you don't give, we're going to lose the place. or Who knows? We could have thrown all kinds of stuff out there. No. We preach this and will not back off from it because somebody's getting it and prospering and advancing and advancing the kingdom and getting blessed God's way, not the world's way. That's what I want. Because see, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and it adds no sorrow with it. And the Amplified says, and no toiling will add to it. The blessing of the Lord maketh me rich. Settle. So, Pastor, I don't have to do anything? No. That's where the Holy Ghost comes in. You have to hear His voice and know how to be led by Him and do what He tells you to do. But you'll never know what the Holy Spirit is saying to you If you don't create a daily routine of the Word of God, you hearing yourself saying things like that? Next one. God gives me insight and understanding, and everything I put my hand to prospers, and I abound in the blessing of the Lord. 
I'll read that again. God gives me insight and understanding. Where does that come from? The Bible says it comes from the Holy Spirit. God gives me insight and understanding, and everything I put my hand to prospers, and I abound in the blessing of the Lord. I'm the head, I'm not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed coming in, and I'm blessed going out. God supplies all my needs according to His riches, not mine. That's the way I say it. He told me to say that. That's not exactly the way the Scripture says it at the end of it. But one day as I was confessing that, the way the Scripture you know, says it exactly, the Lord said, it's not your riches that I'm depending on. <laughs> you need to have your faith in my riches that are unlimited. There's no ceiling to the riches of God. Can you say amen to that? <clears throat> so I want to just as I'm, as I'm tying this up I, I want you to think about a couple of things in Hebrews 11 and verse 20 it says this by faith everybody say by faith, by faith. say it again by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. Concerning how they were going to make it in the future. No? Concerning things to come. Their future, their destiny. He blessed them. He spoke over them. He blessed and declared what, what did we define blessing as? He empowered them to prosper. He, through his words, as he blessed them, as he spoke, what he spoke was what God said was so for them. He set them apart by his words, what he spoke over them. He caused them to become better, not worse. And that's what God has empowered you and I to do. He did it with his kids. You can speak it over your kids. You can speak it over anybody else because we were created to bless. We're called to bless. Notice this next verse. Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 1 in the New Living. Talking about Melchizedek, the high priest, he said, this Melchizedek was king of the city of Salem and also a priest of God Most High. When Abraham was returning home after winning a great battle against the kings, Melchizedek met him and blessed him. He met him and blessed him. Who was Melchizedek? He was like, he was the priest. And without question, Verse 7, I'm reading at verse 7 in the New Living Translation. Look at this. And without question, the person who has the power to give a blessing is greater than the one who is blessed. Melchizedek was a shadow of who Jesus was. He wasn't Jesus. Some people say that, but he wasn't. He was an actual person 
but a priest. And I've heard people take this passage of Scripture, I've heard people today, you know, in today's world, take this and talk about that only somebody like in my role as an under-shepherd, as a pastor, has that ability to bless. But in the light of what Jesus accomplished, we're all kings and priests. Can you say amen? I said we're all kings and priests. So watch this, watch this. Without question, the person who has the power to give a blessing, that's me. How about you? Huh? How about you? Come on, let me see a show of hands if you believe you're created to be a blesser, to bring the blessing. He said, he said, Without question, the person who has the power to give a blessing is greater than the one who is blessed. Melchizedek was greater than Abraham. You're greater when you understand you're in that same role to be able to bless. We don't take insult for insult. Anger for anger. Jealousy for jealousy. No. No, no, no. Because we have a daily routine and we're changing the way we think, every time one of those emotional issues arise, we speak the word. We address and aim the word that we believe in. How How did Isaac... How did, I, uh, how did Isaac bless? He blessed by faith. Not by emotion. Not by hoping. He blessed by faith. We have to develop our daily routines. We have to renew our minds. We have to think like God, not like the world, not like the devil. We have to be transformed. We have to become better than where we were before. And the only way is through the Word of God, and then as that Word becomes real to us, then by faith we bless and we declare things even when we don't see it. And we know it will come to pass because God watches over His Word to see it performed every single time. I don't care what it looks like today. It will come to pass. When you get to a place where you really believe that what you say is making a change because you're now the blesser and how did he word that without question the person who has the power the authority what is that the person that by faith believes in what they say is greater than the one who is blessed because when you have the power to bless As a result of that, you inherit the blessing. And the blessing of the Lord does what? It makes rich. So, in the light of everything that I said, let's look at this last verse. It's found in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10. (laughs) It's the one we read all the time. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. 
that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. One translation says, prove me, test me, another one says. Try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I, I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, not, not plural, blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive everything that the blessing produces. Why? Because I believe it. So in the light of that, what we're talking about tonight, words are the keys to prosperity. Do you think it matters what you say over your tithe if you're a tither and you believe in tithing? Does it, does it matter what you say over your offerings if you believe that you're sowing seed out of obedience to the Word of God? Absolutely. Because what God wants in your life is that that blessing empowering you in such a way, there's not room enough to contain everything that the blessing does. Now, I'll just tell you this, if you really want to inherit the blessing that makes you rich, you're going to be really busy, because there's a lot of work that goes in to receiving and inheriting the blessing of God. That blessing makes you rich in such a way that there's, no, there's not room enough around you to receive all that God has for you. That means that no matter how much comes to you, it just keeps filling up and filling up and filling up. You know why? Because it'll never come to a place where there's no more room. So that means your borders have to go farther and farther. You have to get busier and busier, but not busy with stuff that's wearing you out. Busy that's causing things to happen in your life that's advancing the kingdom of God. Where does that come from? It comes from believing that what I say out of my mouth is directing my life and is, and is causing God's purpose and plan and His destiny for my life to come to pass. When I really believe that, when you choose to really believe that day to day in your life, I'm not saying you don't, but there's not a one of us here, myself included, that I didn't need to hear that in a little bit better way. I needed to hear the things that I said tonight because it's so vital that we understand this and allow this process to manifest in our life and see these things actually come to pass. Can you say amen? When I'm in the state of blessing on a constant basis, not speaking things as a result of what I hear from the world, but when I'm in a constant state of speaking the blessing of the Lord, the Word of God in every form, all it does is it makes me better. I'm not living here getting worse. Why would you stay here and get worse? I'm getting better every day. How about you? Every day. And I put absolute... Did, did I have any more of those up there? Or was that the last one? 
That was all. Every, every, all, what am I trying to say? Any, anything that is happening in me that is good today, I owe it all to the word. All of it. Well, you, you mean to God. He is the word. But he said death or destruction, the, the, the word death in Proverbs is not ceasing to exist. It's, be, it's being destroyed in this life. Death or destruction versus life or blessing is in the power of what I say. We have to believe this. And we have to change what we say every single day. Can you say amen? Thank you, Lord.